Welcome back to NEC Women's Basketball on the Run, episode number two of 2021. There's no time to get cute. Let's get right to business and look at where we stand. It's the St. Francis Red Flash unbeaten at the top. We'll have plenty more on their hot start throughout the show. Now, Mount St. Mary's, the preseason favorite, they were going for their first 4-0 NEC start in 21 years. But SHU denied the Mount in the back end of last week's two-game swing. It was the Mount's first loss since the month of November. Meanwhile, the aforementioned Sacred Heart Pioneers have split each of their first three conference miniseries. Wagner, 3-1 and one in league play. Seahawks swept Verrazano bridge rival LIU last week. Wagner owns the top scoring defense in conference play. And NEC teams are shooting just 32.9% against the Seahawks. Now, every team in the NEC has played no fewer than four conference games to date, except for Merrimack, which is slated to finally tip off its season this weekend at FDU. NEC women's basketball, we're heating up here in the middle of winter, marching to March. And that's where we stand. She gets buckets. It's the leading scorer from the 6-0 Red Flash, St. Francis U senior Carson Swagger. She averages a team-best 15.1 points per game, and she's been scoring at a rapid pace of late. Swagger, the 5'8 guard, She's led SFU in points each of the past three games, all Northeast Conference victories. She hit the 20-point mark in back-to-back battles at Bryant. She averages six free throws per game, so she takes it to the basket, gets to the line. She can hit the three ball. Also, 58 assists over 12 games this season. She dishes it out. She gets to the line. She's Carson Swagger, and she gets buckets. Now let's throw it out to NEC Women's Basketball insider Craig D'Amico. He joins us remotely for the Twitter timeout. All right, Ralph, thanks so much. It is time now for our Twitter timeout, and we have some breaking news from the Twitterverse, news of a familiar face returning to NEC women's basketball. This tweet comes from the official St. Francis Brooklyn women's basketball Twitter account, and they said, we would like to welcome Isabella Posset to the squad. Welcome to Remsen Street, Bella. That's right, the former NEC champion, Isabella Posset, formerly of the Robert Morris Colonials, is transferring to St. Francis, Brooklyn to join Linda Simino and the Terriers program. This move all happened pretty quickly. 
Over the holidays, Posset entered the transfer portal in mid-December. About a week later, word started to trickle out. Rumor had it that she was making the move to Remsen Street, and it all became official with that tweet from the Terriers back on January the 14th. A quick reminder, Posset was an all-NEC rookie in 2019. Last year, she was a third-teamer, and she will be eligible to take the court for the Terriers starting next year in 2021 2022 a court by the way in which she's quite comfortable last year as a visitor with the colonials coming to the pope physical education center against saint francis brooklyn she had 15 points four rebounds and two assists to lead the team and in 2019 as a freshman she had eight points one rebound and two assists so isabella Possett, welcome back to the nec Possett, a brand new saint francis brooklyn terrier well stats amazing and what's really amazing is the fact that it's been so long since St. Francis U was off to a 6-0 NEC start. Now, the Flash have more NEC titles than any program in league history. They've won three NEC tournament titles over the past decade, but yet, the Red Flash under second-year head coach Kayla Whittington, they are off to their best NEC start since the 03-04 season. 6-0 for the first time in 17 years. And in that season, the Flash went on to win all 18 regular season games and another NEC tournament title. The Red Flash, eight wins in a row overall, dating back to non-conference action. 6-0 and to start Northeast Conference play for the first time in 17 years. Stats amazing. As we wind down our show, we'll kick it out to Craig's Corner. Craig, what do you have for us this week? All right, Ralph, thanks so much, and welcome back for another edition of Craig's Corner here on NEC Women's Basketball on the Run. Now, we had a lot of moving parts this week in NEC Women's Basketball with several schedule changes, including one game we were super looking forward to, St. Francis, Mount St. Mary's on Tuesday night. It was supposed to be a battle of the 6-0 Red Flash and preseason number one Mount St. Mary's coming off their first setback in conference play. But, of course, that game didn't happen as out of an abundance of caution that game was postponed to later on in the season. So we look forward to whenever the next time is that these two could take the court against each other. In the meantime, Mount St. Mary's is scheduled to be in action this weekend at home against Central Connecticut for a two-game series. And St. Francis will open up a big two-game series at home in Loretto against Sacred Heart. But today we wanted to talk about an exciting event that is scheduled scheduled to take place this weekend. It's a very rare event. It's almost like a Haley's Comet sighting. This weekend, if we try really hard enough, we might actually see with our own two eyes a Merrimack Warriors women's basketball game. That's right. These poor ladies have had more starts and stops than a public bus. But finally, if all goes well, according to plan, knock on wood, we might see them take the court this weekend for the first time, not just all of this season, but for the first time overall since March the 2nd, 
2020. 328 days since their last game as they're scheduled to come to New Jersey for a two-game series against FDU, a team just coming off of a pause of their own. This will be the Knights' first games of 2021. But as for the Warriors, it's going to be exciting for to watch them because they have a different look from the last time we saw them last March. First, a brand new head coach, the beginning of the Kelly Marone era as she takes over the, as the program's seventh head coach. You know, this is a team that operated a zone D for many years under Monique LeBlanc. That was their trademark, their calling card. Kate Major let it slip. She kind of gave us a heads up back on media day that this year they're excited to be going back to more of a gritty man-to-man. This is also a team that last year operated the best three-point field goal percentage in the league, 34.7%, and they still have plenty of sharpshooters remaining. Ten herself, Kate Major, who last year shot lights out, 43%. She's back. Jamie DeCesare, 34% three-point shooter a year ago. And how about Alyssa Casey and Mason Kimball back in the fold this year? Lots of firepower still on this team, even though they graduated the reigning player of the year. Now, Kelly Marone was a late hire. We remember that. It was late in the summer where she got brought in. So with that, the late head start with her in the, in the fold, all the protocols, the transition, getting to know the team, uh, the starts and stops, obviously, since uh, things began in November as far as the season goes. So this has been a rather unorthodox way to get a season started, but it should be very interesting to watch what, what in the world we're going to see from the Warriors when they take the, car, the court this weekend. Now, keep in mind, just one thing. Last year, it was their first game in D1 when they opened the season, coming from Division Two. Not that many people knew what to expect from them then. Not that many people had high expectations. And what did they do? They came out and upset UMass in their very first game. So now we're all waiting to see what is Merrimack going to do on the court for the first time all year. All these obstacles that they've had to go through, the long wait. Do they have another shocker in store for us when they take the court in the Garden State this weekend on Saturday and Sunday against the FDU Knights? Well, Ralph, good luck to you this weekend and your Buffalo Bills. I hope all the card tables in your house survive the weekend. Also, good luck to my broadcast partner, Pam Roker, and her Packers. Go Pack Go. And who knows, you guys can be matching up in the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. Should be fun to watch. Also, should be a fun weekend to watch if NEC women's basketball. We'll be right back here in Craig's Corner talking about it next week. Ralph, we'll see you then. Well, there you have heard it from Craig, and that will wrap up our episode, episode number two of 2021, it's NEC Women's Basketball on the Run. I'm Ralph Ventry. Thank you for joining me. We'll do it again next week.